Coming to you live from the Mistopheles Studios in Stark Fringe Radio. I try to move, but my body won't work. I try to talk, but I lose our words. All that ever slips from my face. Our teeth and dreams I can't take. Hey everybody, uh, welcome to another edition of Dark Fringe Radio. I am your host, Will Martinez, and thanks so much for joining us on another episode of the podcast. Jay, what's up, brother? What's thanks going for on the podcast. Not much, man. Uh, listen, uh, really interesting podcast we're going to do tonight, but uh, wanted to first uh, let everybody know how they can listen to us and uh, find all our shit. But uh, first off, you can go to our website, darkfringeradio.com. Make sure you go there. You can see all the web, uh, all the latest postings from our websites and all our social medias and stuff like that. But you can go right there and see everything that uh, we post on a daily basis at darkfringeradio.com. If not, follow us on the social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We're doing very good on Facebook today, Jay. Uh, we actually hit 8,000 followers, Jay. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Um, so I love you guys, and we say thank you so much from Jay and I. Uh, for uh, putting all that extra effort into Facebook. Um, give us a review while you guys are there, please. Since you guys are joining in new on the uh, Facebook scene, give us a review if you've heard our podcast. Let us know if there's anything that you'd like to hear, You know, maybe a topic or something, or maybe a guest. Go ahead and go there and uh, give us a review. Let us know. We really appreciate it. Also, please go to our YouTube and make sure you subscribe and um, like all our videos there. I mean, we... We do this video stuff here, Jay, on a weekly basis or semi-weekly or monthly basis. Um, we're trying to get a little bit better here. But, um, yeah, we, we do this for you guys so you guys can really, uh, you know, see what Touch we do. Touch your voice and, to a face. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, again, please go ahead and subscribe and like on uh, our YouTube. But uh, tonight, Jay, we're going to be talking about a really cool topic. Um, it's going to be very music-centric tonight. And we're going to be talking about the top 10 most evil songs that ever was put out. And uh, it's going to be kind of a really interesting show because we're going to get into a lot of different songs here, Jay. You gave me your top five. I have my top five. We're going to do the top 10. We're going to mix it all together. But um, it's really cool because we have a really good eclectic back and forth with the music here tonight. And um, I hope you guys will um, agree and uh, uh, enjoy. enjoy as well. Exactly. So, um Jay, that brings us to um, our first segment for tonight, which is Dark Fringe News. And so uh, you ready for some Dark Fringe News, Jay? You ready to tap into that? Let's do it. Let's tap this. All right. So first off, so this is uh, <laughs> this first uh, subject that I'm going to bring up here, Jay. is something that we actually dedicated a whole podcast to. Whole podcast to. Yes. Wow. And um, now it's coming back into light and some more stuff is coming out. But we're talking about Jeffrey Epstein. And uh, uh, remember, yeah, uh, we talked about the whole Jeffrey Epstein cover-up. Remember that, Jay? Oh, oh Misa, he didn't hang himself. Oh, yeah, he didn't hang himself. No, definitely no. not. But um, some new information that just came out not too long ago, Jay, just this week, uh, a cache of secret videos, photos found by the Jeffrey Epstein's estate could spark an FBI investigation. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. Exactly. So, no shit. No shit. Right. So highly speculated. We know, Jay, you know, we have this supposed, uh, you know, document or manifesto of people who's flown in and out of 
Lolita Express or Lila Island or whatever you want to call it. But Jeffries Epstein's uh gross. Yeah. Um island of um, you know grossness. Grossness, exactly. So now you're starting to see some of this more information that's coming out now, Jay. It's starting to leak little by little. And you know what's really crazy about this whole thing is that uh, Ghislaine Maxwell has been tried for all this stuff that she, you know, being the accomplice for all this. Mm-hmm. But still, all these people's names have not been released to the public as far mm-hmm. who as were their customers and so on and so forth. So this has been a very highly contentious thing. as of Oh, AJ, because- oh so what you're saying is <laughs> really, really, really wealthy people. Mm. are using their influence and wealth to hide the depravity and awfulness of other really, really, really rich people. Well, Jay, I could I couldn't say it better than you. Uh that's pretty much exactly what's going on. Yeah. Um so let's talk about this case here, Jay. <laughs> While the uh, BFF of the cohort in crime, Miss Jelaine Maxwell, basically is whittling away her her days in federal prison. Uh, of course, Jeffrey Epstein was still making news despite being dead, of course, as we're talking about now. For several years now, there has been much speculation about the existence of Jeffrey Epstein's, excuse me, Epstein's address book containing hundreds of names, including celebrities and politicians. Um, this is where we're really getting into the weeds here, Jay, because what, what was that, Jay? <laughs> yes, yeah, Shocker. Shocker, right? Shocker. So in addition to that, uh, the Ghislaine Maxwell allegedly admitted that Jeffrey Epstein had secret videos of former U.S. presidents uh, Donald Trump and Bill Clinton. <laughs> so uh, Maxwell herself reportedly also had, quote unquote, a secret stash of videotapes. God knows what that means. And Ghislaine Maxwell also once reportedly told a friend that Christina Owenberg, Jeffrey, um, that Jeffrey and I have everyone on videotape. So. Well, yeah. William, yeah, just go ahead. Can I can I paint a picture I just had in my mind? Please go ahead. Yeah. I know we're talking about some really heavy stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. really terrible people, and I cannot mm-hmm. uh, stress this enough how despicable all of these people are, and, right. and all the things they do. Uh, right, and, and they all all need a come to Jesus moment. Now that being said, they have tape of it, right? Yeah, supposedly there's tape of it somewhere out they have there. Tape of it. So what that means is somewhere in some building for intelligence where they're trying to find all the information. There's some guy running around going, we need a VHS, we need a VHS. We got tape, we got tape, we need a VHS. Who's got a VHS? Is this dead technology? I need a VHS. Who's mm-hmm. got an A-track? Does nobody know what an A-track is? <laughs> nobody knows how to real, real guy. It's got a beta. Nobody knows. That's right. <laughs> nobody knows that shit. Nobody knows what was a big? What was that big disc one, Jay, that they brought into health class? Well, they had the laser disc. Laser disc, yeah, that's what it was. It was yeah, like, it was like yeah. a CD, but five times the size. It was like the like record, a like a record. Shit. <laughs> yeah, I, my uncle worked for Brands Mart, so uh, he had like all that really crazy technology, right? Uh, and right. I do remember these big lasers. I think he had like season one Airwolf, oh, on laser disc, a big ass fucking <laughs> each one giant was CD. Huge. <laughs> and they were so delicate and they were like gold and you could yes. not touch them with like no. yeah i was like why would you spend your money on this yeah it's so right? well i guess people thought that was the right wave of the future and i mean it, it kind of was. was yeah yeah exactly it but was. It's just a, a miniature version much more smaller version. <laughs> unfortunately yeah I mean, and not much yeah. long after no it was like it was like, it was like right years. away 
Right. Yeah. 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 yeah it was yeah, like yeah. laser discs are the thing. Holy and... shit! Laser discs are out. <laughs> yeah. CD-ROM is ready. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. It's interesting, you know, that uh, how things work out that way. But Jay, um, you know. Here we go again with this fucking Jeffrey Epstein stuff again. You know, people are saying that she didn't reveal any of those that are alleged. Uh, those videos are about or uh, who are in the book. Uh, but, um, you know, the authorities were trying to, you know, get that information out of her to reduce her sentence. And she didn't. So, so perhaps she's kind of worried about that. You know, she would end up like, you know, dead, like maybe like Jeffrey Epstein. You know what I mean, Jay? Like, don't you think that, you know, the that you know, what they say, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree when you you're. You know, uh, I think I think a more apt uh, analogy, William, would be more like uh, you would have to say doing the same thing repeatedly and expecting a different response. That's the level of go. insanity. Absolutely. That's kind of where I think we're looking at because, yeah, she watched what happened to Jeffrey Epstein and she said, oh, hey, you know what? Nah, I'll rot in prison. I'm good. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Three hots in a cot. I'm in. I'm in all day. All day. Um so supposedly the images could be used in an ongoing lawsuit against uh, J.P. Morgan Chase and Deutsche Bank for allegedly uh, enabling uh, Jeffrey Epstein, you know, to providing him funds for, you know, supporting his illegal activity and lifestyle, Jay. Um, so it's, you know, it's a huge thing that's going on now again with this guy, you know, whether he's not, he's dead or not. <laughs> that's a whole oh, another. No, he's dead as fuck. He's dead. You think he's dead, Jake? 100% he's dead he's as dead. fuck. I don't think he's dead. William, William, man, William, William, William. Let's, yeah, let's talk about this for a second. No, listen. What let good? Me just, let me, no, no, no. Let me just say this. Let me preface what you're saying by this. Let me say this. My conspiratorial mind wants to go that he's alive. But if I were to put fucking my money on, money it, on it, okay, yes, okay, okay, okay. Yes. All right, I just want to make sure. Yes. Right, every now and then, I gotta make sure you don't lose me. You have lost me. I gotta make sure. I gotta make sure. I was uh, <clears throat> I was at a gas station today, uh, yeah. and of course, I end up in a, in a conversation because my car just generates conversation. Of course. Uh, so, and I was talking about the podcast and. Uh, they're like, oh, what is it about? I'm like, it's about paranormal and conspiracy theories. Oh, I love conspiracy theories. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, me too. Some some really neat ones. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, and then it's always the same thing. Do you believe? Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yeah, I got to be honest. I'm not that guy. <laughs> I'm one usually going, are you sure about this? I don't yeah, think so. I don't uh, think so. All right. Now, check out the podcast, though, guys. You'll hear me be an asshole live. <laughs> darkfringeradio.com um but yeah no yeah yeah listen i it's um uh, this guy yeah just guy just continually has stuff coming out about himself it's ridiculous i mean how long has this guy been dead for like what two years now at least well if you ask so, me he's been dead for two years if you ask you no he is nothing yeah you're right about that you're absolutely right um, so again, so we have this supposed video, all these fucking, um, you know, clips out there and photos, who knows if it ever come out, Jay, do you think all this stuff will ever come out ever? Like the dirt, the dirt, the dirt of this guy will ever come out like the true, uh, all right. and all the people involved. If I'm 100% honest, I think yeah. at some point it will become public knowledge, but by that point, uh, yeah. We'll have we'll have much bigger things to worry about. Okay. Uh, 
And I don't think it's going to get the attention that if we were to get all those answers right now, it would. It would. Does that make sense? Yeah, I totally. I don't think it. I don't think we're going to get answers well within our time enough to give a shit. Like, right. I mean, yeah. just look at what they're going on trying to arrest Trump. I mean, it's a yeah. fucking circus. Yeah, everything's a circus. And that's just one guy. Right. Epstein right. was so deep and so in there. Oh, he was so dirty, bro. So dirty. So dirty. Look, look who he was with Donald Trump too. <laughs> he was at, you know, they were hanging around a lot too. You know, I'm just saying. Grab uh, by the pussy. Yeah. Oh, whip. Uh, <laughs> well, Jay, uh, <laughs> that's a good little, uh, uh, you know, stamp on that uh, fucking story. <laughs> Sorry. No, that's great. Um, one more I wanted to talk about, Jay, for Dark Fridge News. It's something that I posted on our website just a few days ago. Bad, Jay. Bad. Bad, Jay. Um, a Sorry. coherent radio signal was detected from alien planet prompting hope in search for life. So, Jay, um, this is something that <laughs> that uh, I posted on our website, uh, I think it was a couple days ago. Yeah, so, supposedly, a coherent radio signal has been detected <laughs> from an alien planet, suggesting that it could be likely to be habitable. The signal suggests that the planet has its own magnetic field, which is thought to be a central to sustaining life on a particular world. On Earth, our magnetic field helps us protect us from the high-energy particles, and plasma that are blasted from the sun. As such, uh, any alien life is likely to depend on being protected by a similar field, by a similar field. Um, but until now, researchers have struggled to confirm whether uh, distant rocky planets have magnetic fields of their own and therefore have found it difficult to see how likely a planet might be able to support life. Now, a new candidate, YZ Seti B, that's the name of the planet, Jay. Uh, a rocky planet that orbits a star about 12 light years away uh, has sent a repeating radio signal that comes from a star that seems to be affected by the planet. The radio waves the researchers have detected from the planet appear to be generated when the star interacts with a planet's magnetic field. Because the two of them are so close together, the new candidate is an ideal pair to test these theories about whether those magnetic fields could be detectable at such a distance. So, layman's terms, we find, we hear these radio signals that can only be reflected on a similar <clears throat> type of plane. This is pretty interesting to hear, Jay. What do, what do you think? I think it is super interesting. I also think it's 12 light years away. <laughs> yeah, how do you still, like, you know, quantify that, Now, right? well, I guess there... There has been some breakthroughs, I guess, with a particular kind of nuclear-powered engine that could get us to Mars in 45 days. It's super experimental. So, I mean, who knows? I guess mm -hmm. Star Trek, right? I mean... Never know, Jay. Right? I guess I kind of... At some point, we're going to... I've, like I've always wanted to, like... I've always wanted to teleport. It's not... No, you're... No, William. I no. want to teleport, Jay. I want to teleport. William. I want to be able to teleport to your house, Jay. We could Wait. play pool and chill out. Well, that would be banging. House. But the problem would be that the second what? you got here, it wouldn't be you. It would be oh, a copy yes, of you. <laughs> and that's not my William. Oh, uh, well, that's that's my uh, my goal. I think I'm going to be teleporting pretty soon, man. I think in the next 30 years. I think 30 years. I think that's a pretty good. I think it's a good it's timeline. Cute. It's cute, right? It's, yeah. cute. it's cute. You think the real Earth's still going to be here in 30 years? Oh, you don't even think the Earth's going to be here in 30 years. Wow, Baby, my, my, 
my James outlook Rowland. is bleak. Oh my god! I my thought I was is... the fucking. No. I... Okay. He's a conspiracy. I thought I was a doomsday. The guy. No, no, and and I'll be told. Will's Will's looking for the little things oh, that yeah. are gonna catch us. Uh, my concerns are the much more real ones, uh, <laughs> like you know North Korea having nuclear weapons and COVID and pandemics and those motherfuckers all that kind of shit. They, like do anything. Which I don't even want to talk about. That's why I just I just <laughs> I spoke and be happy. It's just fucking be happy. There you go, bro. There you go. I mean, there yeah. are things that can be done, and and there are people in power, and it does seem like there's some forward movement in all the places there need to be. So, you know, things can turn around uh, as long as mm-hmm. humans can learn to stop being so fucking human. Yeah. I mean, you're absolutely right, Jay. Well, listen, um, if you guys want to do your own research on this subject that we're just talking about tonight, um, the findings are described in a new paper called Coherent Radio Bursts for Known M-Dwarf Planet Host YZ SETI. Um, and it's published by the Nature Astronomy um, magazine. So make sure you check that out. That's if you want to go ahead and do some of your own research, which I implore you guys to do. Listen, I mean, when we talk about this stuff here and you think it's like nonsense, it's not nonsense. We no. we pull, we actually do research and I make sure that I'm just not pulling shit out of the National Enquirer, um, you know, <laughs> looking for Elvis's baby or something like that. But um, that's it for tonight for um, Dark Fringe News, Jay, which uh, of course brings us to your segment. What the F Florida band, Jay? And uh, what do you have this week for us for What the F Florida man? Florida man? A Florida man. A Florida man. A Florida man. Now to the town of Sefner, Florida, near Tampa, where last night the earth opened up as it does increasingly, and this time it swallowed a 37-year-old man as he slept in his home. A man accused of destroying a liquor store in Okaloosa County told police he was in Alice in Wonderland. Matthew Horace Jones also said a caterpillar smoking a hookah told him to do it. A man calls 911 while Collier County Sheriff's deputies are chasing him and he says Donald Trump, our president, is his personal friend, a close one at that. A Lickworth man is uh, not too happy. He's accused of getting violent when waiters at a restaurant told him they weren't giving away free pizza. Covering Florida this morning, a Key West man is behind bars. Investigators say he was caught with a large amount of cocaine hidden in this Cookie Monster doll. Holy shit, man. What the F, Florida man? I have a story that um, is so befitting our state, my friend. <laughs> Can't wait. Headline, after police chase, Florida woman says she can cross getting arrested off of her bucket list. Wow. So she was like, like meaning to do this shit, huh? Tampa, Florida. Well, here we go. A woman's dream of getting arrested was crossed off her bucket list after she allegedly led deputies on a, on a chase through Florida Thursday morning, a deputy in Monroe County had, had spotted Janiya Shamiracle. A Shamiracle. Is it miracle that she got fucking? <laughs> Go ahead, Jay. I'm gonna spell it. Yeah. S H A I M I R A C L E. Wow. Shamiracle. Shamiracle, you're right. That's Shemiracle. exactly how you would say it. Yeah. That's a Shamiracle. Janiah <laughs> wow. Shamiracle Douglas on Carl Sound Road in Monroe County around 7:45 Thursday morning. Uh the police officer turned on his lights and sirens pull over. She then led them on a chase. Uh, she said that she had wanted to get arrested so that way she could cross it off of her bucket list uh, since 
her high school reunion was coming up. Wow. So, oh, she's so she's wait a second. So you mentioned the high school reunion. So she wanted to make sure this shit was crossed off before the high school reunion. So that way she could go to the high school reunion and say, hey, yo, guess what? She miracle. Guess, 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 who's miracle. Not, guess who's not drinking at what have you done? Oh, and what have yeah. you not? What? Miracle. Drink if you've never been arrested. I, oh. I, <laughs> she miracle. She miracle. Wow. Amazing, Jay. And no. where out of Tampa, you said Tampa, Florida, Tampa, Florida. Monroe County. Oh, it doesn't surprise me. Well, no, man. Jesus. Wow. No, that's man. a great one, Jay. That's yeah, really man. good. Right. All right. So, Jay, that, uh, that's a great fucking story for what the F Florida man. Yeah, that's something that I was not expecting here tonight. Um, but again, Cross I'm not surprised. Off your bucket list, William, getting arrested. That's it, man. Um, well, listen, uh, that will bring us to our main topic for tonight. Uh, so make sure you stick with us here. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. And we're going to be talking about the top 10 most evil songs of all time. We'll be right back. Women want it. You need it. The beast wears it with pride. The horror. Before, deodorant was all about stopping you smelling. No longer. Now, it's about turning you into a raging beast. Wear the horn. The horn. Turn any party into a wild affair. With just one spray, women will be tearing the clothes off your back. Just like in your loneliest fantasies. Wear the horn. Who's dancing now, punk? toughest streets you've got to stay true to yourself hey i want to be down with the streets but i also want to dance yo don't be dancing like that in this neighborhood coming to theaters soon popping a kid from the wrong side of the tracks has one chance to make a difference through the incredible medium of dance flex you think you can dance you ain't even got your own steps fool oh boy you can't dance if you can't feel you gotta learn how to feel from the heart flex you mean this is a movie that seems like a tough portrayal of street life, but it's really a sissy fine, heartwarming family story? For real, homeboy, this movie is some emotional shit. Now get to dancing, Flex! Popping is a coming-of-age drama interwoven with elements of romance, class conflict, and the rich tradition of prancing like a ninny instead of solving things like a real man with fists or firearms. Right here. Hey, old man, teach me how you danced in the old days. Give me some montage or something. Flip back or some shit, man. Oh, son, you gotta dance like it means something. You dance like you sleep with men. You gotta learn to dance by walking a tightrope and humping a chair at the same time. It's how we did it in the old days. You kids don't know how lucky you are. But back when I was your age, I had herpes. This is some real heartwarming shit right here. Son, you gonna have to get your boogie back. The rough part of town just got its boogie back. Rated PG for patronizing Gush. All right, everybody. Thanks for uh, coming back with us at Dark Fringe Radio. We have a very, very interesting topic tonight, Jay. This is a very music-centric topic, uh, so the listeners are going to get a very big treat. And so we're able to talk about these songs that we're going to be talking about here tonight, Jay, which are the most evil songs of all time. Uh, so we've come up with the top 10. You've come up with five. I've come up with five. Uh, we're going to start off with you tonight, Jay, actually. And we're going to start off with number one. 
uh, that you gave me on the list, uh, which was Zoot Suit Riot mm. um, at the top. And um, let's talk about this song before we play it here, Jay. Give me a little background. I know this was something that uh, came out uh, because of <clears throat> the Zoot Suit Riot that began in Los Angeles in 1943, the conflict with the American servicemen, and of course, the Southern California uh, Mexican-American community. But do you have any more background behind that? So uh, the song came out uh, in the late 90s, 1996. Uh, mm-hmm. It was performed by the Cherry Poppin' Daddies. Uh, they <laughs> came out. They were kind of part of that big band kind of sound. Kind of right. not exactly. Ska, the, almost. Kind of. They were a little bit bigger than, than Ska. Uh, mm-hmm. There was like another, like the Squirrel Nut Zippers, that kind of, uh, right. they had that big band sound. A little bit more. Louis than Vega. Just the, yeah, kind of. Eh, yeah. Louis Vega was more Latino pop, but anyways, yeah, <laughs> uh, something like that. So, something but kind of, kind of along those lines, it was like a the '90s version of a swing band. Uh, so right. it was super over the top and extra obnoxious. And they had this song in the '90s I loved, uh, right. and I I always it always got me kind of rowdy. Like mm-hmm. just the the beat to it is you know it's this very kind of. Primal go, yeah, you know, exactly. it kind of in, and the song talks about uh throwing a comb through Bottle your coal beer. black hair, uh, yeah, yeah. which was uh, a attachment to the racial riots and the zoot suit riots of 1943, having mm-hmm. to deal with uh, some uh Mexican Latino men wearing the zoot suits and being uh, uh abused, uh, yes. beaten quite yeah. badly, yeah. uh, by right. some servicemen, some wonderful Americans. Uh, God bless white people. Uh, <laughs> fucking terrible. Um, oh, Jay. <laughs> awful. It was fucking shit. It was awful. Yeah. It's fucking listen, stupid. I get it. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, but the song, it's a really fun, really upbeat song. People Very catchy. Get you that, get you, it is. It's catchy. You know, it's catchy. Suit, suit, riot, like if riot, you hear it, you start going like this. Yeah, you start like your next starts going. Yeah. Don't yeah, yeah. go back here. Yeah. All right. So let's listen hey, to it, Jack. Let's hear it. You ready? Yeah. Yeah. There we go, Jack. Not this shit, Jack. You ready? That fucking first verse, I was talking about guys in the trees with some chains, and you can't run fast enough. Like, and, and it's so upbeat, Jay. Like, it's you're so like, oh, upbeat. this is and happy and happy, right? And it's giving happy. such a grim message, right? All right, let's go back. And you don't even okay. think about the words. I mean, even though the words are so clear, right? It's so the upbeat. Concise. You're not thinking about the fact that it's literally talking about people getting shit kicked at them with pipes and chains. And chains. Yes, 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 Jay. Let's go back to it. Throw back a bottle of beer. Throw back a bottle of beer. 
whipped up jitterbug and brown eyed man, a straight cat from the nine and eight band. Cut me a Sammy and you'll understand. Hit my veins, hot music ran. You got me in a sway and I want to swing it down. Now you say there's no So a nice little comeback to saying that now you need sailors know where your women go. For yeah, some really basically good it's Latin saying, yeah, you can talk shit about how we look, but your women love it. That's why they come to us for some dick. Oh, okay. Let's go back to the side. Shoot on me, huevos. Hueva. <laughs> yeah. Jay, great Zeus song, Ryan. Right? I mean, great song. So upbeat, so, so like up, like great song. Has a lot of energy. You yeah. know what I mean? If you and were it's... doing some fucking like maybe some cardio, that shit would get you going, right, Jay? Maybe you fucking it's, it, it's in my run out. list. Right there, you see, it's there in my go. run list. Look, look there, there you go. Um, but such a dark, dark such meaning behind it. When you hear like you like you really understand we like. I'm sure, Jay, when you first heard it, you had no idea what it was really talking about, right? Until no, I mean, I, on, right? because I listened to lyrics, because that's like kind of how right. my voice been. I right. picked up that they were talking about uh, clearly uh, some, kind of... <laughs> some kind of scuffle. Right. I was picking up, you know, all right, yeah, we're going to put up our going on. Okay, we're going yeah. to throw our hands, guy, <laughs> you know, or whatever they would say. Yeah. So, uh, that was kind of what I am. Yeah. It was. It wasn't until later when I actually found out what the Zoot Suit riots were, uh, right. and I was like, "Oh shit!" So I can't listen to this song out in public anymore. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because now I can't really. be like, "Oh, I didn't know." Because now I know. Right. And right. Exactly. It's terrible. Yeah. But it's, it's so great. Terrible. Still, but a great, so great fucking 
like so beat and like it, it gets you like going, you know. But again, such a dark song. Um, all right, Jay. So I'm gonna move on. Uh let's go to my next one. Um, it's actually Helter Skelter from the Beatles. Hmm. <laughs> you didn't do the Molly uh, Crew version? Uh no, I didn't. I wanted to go old school, I wanted to go the original, I wanted to go Charlie Manson, uh, you know, esque. I wanted to go deep. Um, Uncle so let's Charlie. talk about this song. Yes, Uncle Charlie. In August 1969, homicidal cult leader Charles Manson, of course, you you know, synonymous with so much shit in the 70s and 60s, um, told his you know followers, hear that name plenty down the list. Um, he told his followers, known as the family, Jay. That was his little cult. Now's the time for Helter Skelter, quote unquote. So he was able to take the song that the Beatles came out with and completely like bastardize it in his own fucking perverted and mental way. But um, it was his assertion uh, that heralded the most infamous mass murders uh, known to, you know, American history, of course, is the Tate uh, La Bianca murders where they killed Sharon Tate and her husband. And uh, of course, um, it's he became obsessed with the Beatles. That's what happened. That's what, what Charlie did. And um, he became obsessed with the White Album in specific and this one song, Helter, Helter Skelter. And he, uh, yeah, totally misinterpreted it and uh, went bonkers and ultimately used that for his homicidal ways, Jay. And, of course, that would fucking make a song like that pretty fucking evil. Forever. What do you think? Right? Uh, It attaches some evil to it, whether it was intended or not. Sometimes Or not. That's what I'm saying. Just how these things go, man. Right? When your shit gets attached to something like that, this is, hey, you know what? That song was on my mental playlist and um yeah let's hear it you ready jack yeah man the beatles helter skelter when i get to the bottom i go back to the top of the slide oh yeah By the way, this album, when everybody, like anybody says, and I bring up the Beatles, and they say, oh, Beatles bullshit. I said, go listen to the fucking White Album. Go listen to the White Album and come back to me, and then you'll fucking apologize to me. We'll get back to this shit right now. Ready, Jay? Do it.
real quick, Jay, let me go real deep into this. Do you think because maybe Charlie Manson was part of MK MK Ultra that they put like maybe like this like this music out there so they can control him too, like through the Beatles and stuff? That's a big one. That's a big conspiracy theory out there. Uh, well, I would say, do I believe that the two could be connected? Yes. Uh oh. Do I think that he heard it and then suddenly some little word in his mind was like, click? Suddenly I'm a super killer robot like Jason Bourne. Not quite. Hey, Cap, uh, Captain America, this uh, Witcher Soldier, when he heard those fucking words in a certain. Oh. Um, oh. Uh, hold up, William. I know. I know it's a Marvel movie. I know. <laughs> it's a comic movie. I get it. I'm going back to the fucking song. Let's go back. <laughs> Hell yeah. But do you, don't you want me to make a world? I'm coming down fast, but Take some acid, Jay. <laughs> yeah, that's not acid. Fuck yeah, that's not acid. That's angry stuff. <laughs> Yellow submarine is acid. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> uh, I was love thinking. That shit. What I were you thinking, thinking Jay? Uh, it's funny. The Beatles. <laughs> uh, what people tend to miss about the Beatles, what makes the Beatles great. Now I'm not. I'm not even. Uh, my daughter is like the world's biggest Beatles fan. And I'm not, I mean, there's, I like a lot of their stuff, but I, w- I wouldn't necessarily right. constitute myself as a Beatles fan. Um, no, I like their shit. I do like a lot of their stuff. Like, don't get yeah. me wrong. I, yeah. You can't not. It, I mean, it's, it's Bro, a whole other level. But I they think were what, so good. Yeah. What gets missed is not just how good they were. They were yeah. so great and so versatile. If you think about them at the beginning, they're like, in sync or the Backstreet Boys, right. you know, it's like right. I'm gonna hold your hand and yes. long days, yes. night, and you know, yes. kind of very, yes. you know, kind I know of exactly poppy. what you're talking about. Yeah, and then they transformed into the yellow. They went like Indian. <laughs> they went like Indian. The Ma- yeah, Maharaja. I don't know that. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah, sure yeah. Where you constitute that? But then they like transformed into this, right? Which was I'm thinking this is the, really the clear beginnings of coke and uh and meth uh because <laughs> i don't think they had oh, meth yet maybe they did i don't know oh, yeah i mean i mean but they was speed, definitely there, though. speed 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 stuff like that i think it yeah. was i think that was because 
this is like this is like Bar Metallica. Patriots. It would be like it really be like if a band started as like yeah. this thing and no, then no, it's like right. Metallica. That's exactly no, right. what they did. You're and that's what people right. tend to miss. And that's what right. that's what separates them from the Rolling Stones. I know that's usually the big thing, although I don't get that with Rolling Stones either. I'm not a big Stones guy. Um yeah. but that's where people get I you know, Stones are just as great as the Beatles, or they're better than the Beatles. They weren't. The Stones have always been, but the Stones will always be. The Beatles, while they certainly didn't last as long for a lot of different reasons, the amount the there was so much the creativity. Amount, there was there was never going to cohesively be together. It. You can't, can't touch, touch it. it. That's why everybody went their own it. ways. Can't you know touch what it. I mean? Some yeah, things yeah. are not no, mental. Absolutely. No, um, I mean again, a, a great song, but completely bastardized by this guy, of course. And like what we said before here, Jay, once a guy claims shit like this as a bad guy, you really can't do anything about it, right, Jay? It's like now you're attached to it, you know, forever. So um, this fucking great song that the Beatles came out with on the White Album is forever fucking attached to this fucking homicidal cult leader, Charlie Manson. And um, yeah. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Right. I guess you can be attached for worse. I don't know. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Can um, you? I don't know. I don't know. Probably not. I mean, maybe a Hitler song. I don't know. Um, well, listen, <laughs> that brings us to our next one here, Jay, uh, which is yours, which is. The Legend of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Wow. When Gordon you Lightfoot. Words, Gordon Lightfoot. I was like, holy shit. We're going back old school. And um, Jay, this is actually something that I do about. And when you put it on the list, I was like, yeah, that fucking makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Sense. Uh, yeah. Let's this, talk about the, this. Talk the, about it, Jay. The story of the Edmund Fitzgerald. The Edmund Fitzgerald was a, a super tanker. It was like a, an iron ore hauler. Uh, up on the Great Lakes of Michigan and whatnot. And, uh, right. And it, it ended up, uh, it was, there was Russies came out of nowhere. Uh, they were on like the final run of the season. They just kind of, they were trying to just dig out one more quick run. Uh, and then they got caught by this swell, this out of nowhere storm. And it was like out of nowhere, they were gone. And they ended up being found right. way deep in the Atlantic, the ship torn in half. Uh, and the, the entire crew was lost. And it's, it was a shame, and it's a story you hear a lot about a lot of submariners, about a lot of, you know, anybody dealing with the sea, mariners, boater, yeah. you know. You hear a lot of these kind of stories, but something about this song and this story, because this thing was the biggest thing on the water, and for it to just vanish, it was uh, very tragic. It was very uh, mm -hmm. crazy when it happened. It was very ghostly. It was a mis mystery for a long time. They didn't find it for a couple of years. Right. Uh, and the song that Gordon Lightfoot put around it, uh, kind of reflects this mystery, this kind of ghostly apparition to it. And, it, and he, mm -hmm. the song was commemorated a couple of years after they found it. Uh, but I, I, every time I hear it, I can't but imagine what that thing looks like still sitting on the bottom of the, the, yeah. the seabed. You know, just it's just yeah. an eerie song. It makes, it, it's great, it but it gives song. me the hits. Yeah, no, because the, 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 just the tone. <laughs> Of the song itself, right from the beginning, it doesn't like it doesn't start from high and go to low. It just stays low from beginning to end, and you're just like, okay, I know where this is going. And um, it's just, yeah, it's very monotone. It's very somber, but um, I guess very appropriate to what happened. That happened 1975, which is actually much more recent than what you think. I mean, that's not what 45 years ago. You know what I mean? That's not you know that's not that crazy. You know, that's not that long ago. So no, um, no it's not. You know. I, the problem was, of course, it happened in like, you know, uh, I think it was November 
of that year. And, you know, with the, the, the weather and all that being in Lake Superior, one of the great lakes up there, you're not going to find shit. So it took, you know, a while for them to find uh, the rest of that shit. But let's talk. Let's hear it. You ready, Jay? Let's hear it. It's a great song. Let's, 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 let's slur our throats. Let's go. And by the way, I didn't mean that as in any kind of weird way. Like, if you guys actually have any kind of thoughts like that, 888-HELP. Just 888 on your phone. If you have any thoughts like that, you can go there and they can get you the help you need. We do not. We want you to get the help you need please. here please. at Dark Prince Radio, please. Um, but let's go back to Mr. Gordon Lightfoot. Uh, Jay with uh, I don't even have one. Look at that. The legend lives on from the Chippewa on down at the big lake they call Gitchagumi. Shigumi. Gitchagumi. The lake, it is said, never gives up her dead when the skies of November turn gloomy. Of November. There we go. With a load of iron ore, 26,000 tons more than the Edmund Fitzgerald weighed empty. That good ship and true was a bone to be chewed when the gales of November came early. The ship was the pride of the American side, coming back from some mill in Wisconsin. As the big freighters go, it was bigger than most, with a crew and good captain well seasoned. Concluding some terms with a couple of steel firms When they left fully loaded for Cleveland Then later that night when the ship's bell rang Could it be the north wind they'd been feeling? Just the whole fucking song, Jerry. It's so song. sad, right? The whole song is somber, just like this. Right? It's just yeah. like the whole song. It doesn't whole go any further. Like nope. Doesn't go any further than this. Yeah. If you guys nope. are looking for a crescendo, guess what? There isn't one. <laughs> guess what, motherfuckers? What is it, Jay? There is one. There is one. <laughs> the wind and the wires made a tattletale sound, and the wave broke over the railing. And every man knew. The captain did too Twas the witch of November Come stealing The dawn came late And the breakfast had to wait When the gales of November Came slashing When afternoon came It was freezing rain In the face of a hurricane West wind Time came, the old cook came on deck saying, Fellas, it's too rough to feed you. Oh, no. At 7 p.m., a main hatchway gave in. He said, Fellas, it's been good to know you. That's when you know you're fucked when the guy comes in and says, Hey, it was good to know you. I'm sorry. Right? No, I. 
Yeah. Right? I mean, that's... What do you say? Yeah. He says, you're fucked. Right? That's it. He says, hey, listen. <laughs> you're fucked. It's been nice on you guys. We're screwed. Love you. The captain wired in the had water coming in And the good ship and crew was in peril Later that night when his lights went out of sight Came the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald Does anyone know where the love of God goes When the waves turn the minutes to hours The searchers all say they'd have made Whitefish Bay If they'd put 15 more miles behind her They might have split up or they might have capsized They may have broke deep and took water all that remains is the faces and the names of the wives and the sons and the daughters. You know what, Jay, is really funny about this song? When I was a kid, um, yeah. one of my favorite, well, still one of my favorite movies is Jaws. And mm-hmm. I don't know, remember if you remember that scene where um, Quint, the... Um, the uh, he was like the 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 mm-hmm. boat. He was the the shark guy. He was the guy. The was, shark guy. We need yeah. a bigger boat. Yeah. Well, no, he didn't say that. He was the no. He was one that had Right. So he was talking about the USS Indianapolis when it went mm-hmm. down, delivering the atomic bomb, and um, how eleven hundred men went into water and only three hundred came out because the sharks got the rest on whatever blah 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 of nineteen forty something. I thought it was the same thing as this. For a long time, Jay. And so I think it was like the early 90s and I figured it out. I was like, two totally different things, but totally different things. but still pretty fucked up on both both occasions. Let's hear it. Listen, man, the, the ocean is a motherfucker. Right? Isn't it, Jay? It's a motherfucker. And I'm getting ready it's... to go on a cruise in three weeks. Oh, Jesus Christ, Jay. Lake Huron Roll Superior Scenes in the rooms of her ice water mansion Old Michigan steams like a young man's dreams The islands and bays are for sportsmen And farther below Lake Ontario Takes in what Lake Erie can send her The iron boats go as the mariners all know With the gales of November remembered Musty old hall in Detroit They prayed in the Maritime Sailors Cathedral The church bell chimed till it rang 29 times For each man on the Edmund Fitzgerald 
the legend lives on from the Chippewa down of the big lake they call Gitchagumi. Fucking song, Jay. Superior, they said, never gives up the dead when the gales of November come early. Listen, we don't have to listen to the whole thing, man. It is a great <laughs> song, but it will drag your ass down. Oh, it's bad, bro. <laughs> no, let's cut it. Oh we, God! You can only listen to so much of it. I mean, it's a great oh, song. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's a great song, but yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. Um, I mean, well, you listen. can edit a majority of that shit out any fucking way. <laughs> I, figured, I figured you were gonna put the whole song, like all of it, in. Uh, I figured there's yeah. gonna be some edits in there. So I was oh, like, yeah. I mean, he can play it. I'll listen to it, but fuck it. No, 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 no. All right, let's do the next one. You ready, Jay? Mm. <clears throat> all right, so. Next one, Jay, on the list. Um, since we finished with that very, very, very somber bullshit, <laughs> my bad. Uh, is Night Prowler from ACDC. So, this is going back nineteen like eighty four, eighty five. Okay, so um, on the evening of March 17, 1985, 25 year old Texan drifter Richard Ramirez Jay broke into the California homes of Sai Lian Yu and Dale Okazaki. And murdered both women and Dale's roommate, Maria Hernandez, who was also shot in the face by Ramirez, but survived and provided police with a uh, pen portrait of a young man wearing a ACDC baseball cap. It would be a further five months, however, before Ramirez would be dubbed as a night stalker and uh, was apprehended, uh, bringing an end to a 14 month reign of terror, Jay, in the Golden State, uh, which uh was a total of about 13 people who were murdered and 11 who were sexually assaulted in their own homes. It was a pretty much a, a you know, everybody's afraid of what was going on and uh, everybody was just on high alert during that time. Ramirez's uh, childhood friend, Ray Garcia, subsequently told the authorities that the killer was obsessed by the ACDC and specifically the creepy and chilling voyeuristic closing track on their band's 1979 Highway to Hell album, Night Prowler. Uh, which uh, leading to uh, sensationalist media uh, headlines such as ACDC music made me kill at 16. And of course, Nate Stalker admits. And uh, of course, so this is like the satanic panic of the 80s. Jay, we've uh, actually covered this subject mm-hmm. um, here on the podcast before. So you can go back into our catalog and look uh, on that uh, particular yes. subject. Yeah, it's a great episode. We talked about a lot of stuff that was happening in the 80s. Uh, we lived it. We saw it. I mean, there's no better, I guess, <laughs> uh, you know, commentary that you can possibly get from anybody else uh, besides two people who actually lived it right during that time. So, again, Jay, we, we go back to ACDC and Night Prowler is actually about things that what he says, the things that you used to do when you were a kid, like sneaking into a girlfriend's bedroom when your parents weren't asleep. Uh, but of course, the lyrics such as no one's going to warn you and no one's going to yell attack and no one's going to feel the steel uh, till it's hanging out your back. Rather, um, undetermined the idea that this is merely, uh, you know, an adolescent kind of like idea, <laughs> you know, Jay? Yeah, was- it's very it was punk. It was. You got to remember the yes. very early ACDC, because this is still with Scott Bond, if I'm, if I'm yes, correct. correct. Yeah. So absolutely. the very early ACDC, that's what it sounds like big balls. Talk about it's a double entendre. <laughs> about, it's, it's like parties in England are called balls. Right. But also, I have a big set of balls. And, balls. Right. Yeah. And it's just, you got to remember, yeah. it was kind of kind of a cheeky thing. I, I, it again is 
when someone attaches to it in a manner in which it is unintended, it can still have some really awful results. Exactly. So again, we're talking about another situation where another person who is a fucking horrible human being just attaches themselves to a song. They fucking completely misinterpret and, you know, take it under their own fucking, you know, crazy mind in the world and, uh, you know, decide to, uh, you know, use it as their, you know, fuel to do whatever there is that they're actually trying to do. But let's, uh, let's exactly, exactly. Jay, let's, uh, Let's get into this one real quick. Not that Not one. That one. Yeah. All right, here we go, Jay. Your Coming crescendo. Up. There we go. Very apropos, I'm your night prowler, I sleep during the day, which is exactly what Richard Ramirez was doing during that time, Jay. He was, uh, you know, sleeping during the day and doing his shit at night and, uh, you know, killing people and sexually assaulting them. And, you know, it's exactly if you were to, like, write a playbook for fucking Richard Ramirez, this would be the fucking song. I'm just saying, kind of sounds like the playbook. Yeah. Very bluesy. Some songs invoke the entire vibe, which is like this thing is the entire song is the whole vibe. Oh, absolutely. It's so bluesy. Like, this is so unlike any ACDC song that is like mainstream, like, you know, hip hop. You know what I mean? 
that yeah there is a strum in it that does kind of sound like one of the songs from who made who ah uh, yeah uh that but do, do, uh do, 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 yeah do, but do. this song uses it so much better oh yeah yeah it's it's me I mean, it's exactly what Richard Ramirez did, right? Watching people through the windows and creepily through. I mean, come on. Yeah, so you got a J. I mean, that's fucking Nightprowler by ACDC. Great song. It's a great song. I mean, great I song. ACDC. I mean, first I'll concert I ever saw was ACDC. Really? That was your first yeah. one? Really? Yeah. Tony, Tony took me to see uh, ACDC at the Miami Arena. Uh, it, they had, of course, it was it was uh, not Bon Scott. It was uh, fuck. What's his name? No, right? it was yeah. It was uh, yeah. the guy they've had for the majority of the rest of it. Um, right, right. Just yeah. his name. I can't think of it now. Uh, he lives here in Florida too. He sure does. Uh, yes, he, he does. Sure does. Uh, and he drives a big badass V12 Bentley from like 1920 <laughs> something. Uh, and I just cannot think of his name, which is a no, fucking shame because he is, is Scott Johnson. Scott Johnson. Yeah. Yep. There you go. Uh, oh my God. <clears throat> Such a great voice. Um, oh, Brian Johnson, not Scott Johnson. Brian Johnson. Brian Johnson. You're right. You're right. Absolutely. It's a shame that took me that long to get it. But yeah. Uh, they open, I think, Cannibal Corpse and Anthrax with their opening act. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, Anthrax. Great fucking show. Love Anthrax. Great fucking yeah. show. Oh, my God. Oh, such man. a great fucking show. Um, oh, man. And when Anthrax was done, yeah. I was like, how the fuck? Like, ACDC is awesome, but how are they going to top that? Because holy shit, does Anthrax put on a show? No, Anthrax puts a fucking good show on, bro. And you see this curtain drop. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. there's this kind of like... Uh, like a handrail, like you would see, like from some stairs mm-hmm. uh, along the stage, and I'm like, "Well, that wasn't there before. I wonder why that's there." And I know where Angus Young comes, fucking hauling ass with his guitar, and sparks are fucking flying. What and he the, fuck? the sh- <laughs> He opened the show with that. Holy uh, shit! Yeah. And then it went right from that into uh, "Highway to Hell," and I was like, "Oh." oh Oh, I see they now. do it differently. Got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah this is God like, level shit. Yeah, it was like 1989. Uh, yeah, so it was yeah. like them at their fucking best, their prime. And I was like, uh, oh. It's like we watched Metallica awesome. for the first time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You're like, oh, I get it now. Oh, I okay. get it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, listen, Night Prowler, ACDCJ, very evil song again, adopted by. Of course, Richard Ramirez. I mean, he was doing exactly what they were exactly saying in the goddamn says. song. I mean, that is the creepiest part about it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, whew, that's, it's yeah, that's that's deep, bro. All right, Jay. That brings us to the next one, um, which is yours, which is 
Riders on the Storm by the Doors. And uh Jay, this is uh this is deep. This is deep. Yeah. Um let's talk about this one before we play the song. Um from what I know, Jay, this is more of an autobiographical, excuse me, autobiographical account of his own life. And what I'm talking about is uh, autobiographical, yes, excuse me, of uh, Mr. Jim Jim Morrison's life. Oh boy, yes. Uh that guy. Well, it was yeah. yes, it was it was based off of a film that was based mm-hmm. off of uh a real life serial killer uh and his travels. Oh, very nice. See, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so it was so Jim Morrison was working on a movie about uh this this criminal called uh Billy Cook. Uh okay. Billy Cook was known as the spree killer. I was a mass murderer who murdered six people, including a family of five, on a 22-day rampage uh, between Missouri and California in 1950 and 1951. Wow. Yeah. Holy shit, Jay. Yeah, man. Yeah, and when you actually start to listen to the lyrics, I didn't learn that. Okay, so, uh, funny story, friends. Uh, I love music, and I can kind of almost sort of sound like I kind of sort of sing. And when I was a kid, my brother played bass, and I wanted to play bass because... I was an athlete, but he could play music like fucking nobody's business. Mm-hmm. So I learned how to play Riders on the Storm to impress this chick. Uh, mm-hmm. And it was only then when I heard the fucking lyrics, I was like, wow, that's it's pretty. Uh, that's some really dark shit. Dark shit. Uh, <laughs> and, and it was a couple years later, I found out exactly what it was about. I was like, oh, yeah, now it makes all, all kinds of sense. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. It talks about, you know, watching out for. Uh, People on the run. Uh, yeah, it's, I mean, he killed even the dog, man. He killed even the dog. Wow. Wow. That's pretty deep, Jay. It's pretty fucking deep. Let's hear Riders on the Storm here, Jay. And uh... here we go. Ready, Jay? Here we go. Riders on the Storm. Into this house we're born. Uh-oh. Let's do some acid. Mushrooms. There's a killer on the road. There you go, Jack. His brain is squirming like a toad. His brain squirming like a toad. think so if you give this man a ride sweet family will die Kill jesus christ how fucking yeah. <laughs> hold on a second <laughs> jay did we get a fucking just like warning from the get-go here jay what did he say give the uh, ride, give the guy a ride and you guys will die uh yeah he said uh Give the give the man a ride. Sweet family will die. Yeah, yeah, Woo. yeah. Jesus Christ, that yeah. is deep. Let's go back. Yeah. And it sounds like such a like happy song. Like, dun, 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 no, you just kind of want to vibe to it. It's like real chill and real. <laughs> Although, actually, you can kind of hear the. It sounds like some rain and what that. 
So I right. could see just like smoking and chilling and like a rainy right. day and being like, yeah. do, 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 and you start listening to the lyrics, right? And then you're like, yeah. And then you hear yeah. Sweet Family Old Die. And you're like, oh, wait, what? Yeah, I don't want to deal with that. <laughs> I'm just trying to get some exercise right now. That's not the vibe. Yeah. No, let's go back. To the next fucking course or the verse. Let's hear this. Girl, you gotta love your man. Girl, you gotta love your man. Okay. Take him by the hand. Make him understand. Yeah, so some deep shit there, Jay. Riders yeah, on the Storm. I'll, you know, again, another one of those songs where you like, you don't really think about it. You know what I mean? And, you know, when you hear it, you're like, oh, that's a great song. I love that song. And it's you really don't understand song. what it's about. Yeah. Yeah. Right, I mean, yeah. right in the very opening, bam, about a sweet family dying. Yeah. <laughs> great song, though. I mean, it's it's one of the Doors' most Prolific uh, recognizable hits. I mean, they have yeah. so many hits, but it's, it's certainly up there as one of those those ones that, when you think of the doors, Riders of the Storm is one of the top what three songs to think of. Absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah, yep, you're absolutely right. Well, Jay, uh, that's a good one, Jay. Um, I'm going to go into the next one for myself. This one is Crossroad Blues, and this is from Robert Johnson. And um, Jay, um, we've actually talked about Robert Johnson before deal in the the, uh, the deal with the devil, exactly. And we talked about Robert Johnson um, because he was part of the Twenty Seven Club. Uh, of course, the uh, prolific club of uh, entertainers, musicians, and uh, actors that have died at the age of 27. And we actually dedicated a whole podcast to that. So this is a great podcast, Jay, because we're throwing back to a lot of older podcasts that we've done. We've done so many fucking podcasts. This is like a pod- This is number 122. We've done 122 podcasts and different subject matter. But we're, you know, again... Go back to that one, and we talk about the 27 Club, but we're talking about Robert Johnson and, uh, of course, Jay, that uh, whole deal with the devil, um, you know, legend. And, um, the whole Rob Macchio movie, Crossroads. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, if you remember that Steve one. Yeah, Vai. With Steve Vai, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, supposedly uh, the legend, um, that is, of course, the Crossroad Blues is about a highway intersection in the city of Rosedale where Robert Johnson sold his soul to the devil in exchange for his musical talent. Uh, while his uh, classic song lyrics make no mention of this shady Faustian pact, the song, most likely about making the choice between good and evil, fueled the myth of Delta Blues legend who made references to the devil during many of his songs. Uh, plot twist, Robert died under mysterious circumstances at the age of 27 years old. Of course, 27 Club. Uh, welcome. Welcome to the club. So let's uh let's hear some Robert Johnson. I mean this one's uh this one's uh I think only oh, two what? minutes long, so here we go, Jay. Oh hell yeah. I went to the floor, 
went to the crossroads and I went down on my knees. Now think about that. It's deep, no, Jay, no? Yes. You ever watched that uh, movie, um, Oh Brother, We're Out Thou? Yes, I have seen Oh Brother, We're Out Thou. So you know he's in that movie, right? Yeah. 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 It's so great. They put his fucking legend into that movie. They catch him and he's about to get like, uh, was he about to get killed by a bunch of KKK members or something? He sure was. Roped up on a tree or something. It was like 1942. Yeah. Oh my God. Jesus Christ, Jay. What a great movie. I forget how good that movie is. It's a great movie. Yeah. It's a great movie. Yeah. And again, it brings this fucking legend of Mr. Robert Johnson into the whole, you know, mix of things. And I don't know, Jay. I mean, do you think that's like possible? Do you think, you know, they talk about all the time you hear about, oh, yeah, Beyonce, you know, this and that. Here's here's the thing. Yeah. I don't want to play with it if it is. (laughs) Okay. You want to stay away from it, right, Jay? This is why. This is why. You get motherfuckered <laughs> right. at one something in the one morning, in the morning right. super bakey. And right. then all of a sudden I start imagining like I'm hearing things because <laughs> my friend William just had to show me some kind of fucking video where, do you oh, think Lord. it's fucking real? Do I know if it's real? No. I no. hope it's not. <laughs> all right, doing? Jay. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's move on to the next one. Um, this is your Jay. And this is a great choice. And uh, Hotel awesome. California by the Eagles. Uh, Jay, I mean, come on. Well, I, mean, I, I mean, you you would be hard pressed to find a song more recognizable, more iconic, uh, a song filled with more beauty. I mean, it's the whole song. It's a gorgeous song. The the melodies, the riff changes. Right. I mean, the, it was yeah. the Eagles at the best, especially if you play right. the acoustic version. Oh, yeah, right. Great fucking song, and the whole song is very uh, ghostly, very kind of. If you listen to it, it does kind of sound like this nightmare scenario. Um, and there are, there's what was said about it. And then there's the actual story about it, which I find the story to be a little bit more, uh, interesting, entertaining to be more interesting. Cause you know, more interesting things with fact than fiction. I mean, yeah, no, I get uh, what you're saying. So let's, let's talk about that. Let's talk about, um, you know, the song itself. Um, of course this is, um, this song is actually voted as having one of the uh, having the most uh, recognizable guitar solo of all time. And um, 
it was actually nominated. It was actually given a Grammy for that, which is crazy. And um, it was supposedly talked about their journey through LA. Supposedly, kind of, kind of, so, right? Yeah. So the uh, according to Don Henley, uh, as he said a few years later, the the song was actually about the excess of America, uh, and the song was written about the excess of America from some young broke midwest kids trying to make it in the music scene in la and the things they saw and the things they kind of had to go through uh it was it was like uh they just couldn't seem to uh get out the song the song was really about just greed and excess in america but through the eyes of these kind of really sweet innocent homespun kids and just like right. we got here and you're just dragged into this shit that you don't expect to because it's so great mm-hmm. and beautiful. But before you know it, you can't get out. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like how the song says, uh, you know. <laughs> and there's a step. There's a there's a a shot at Steely Dan in there. Yeah. Right. Oh, there is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I guess Steely. Go Dan ahead. Explain years, that, Jay. Uh, a Steely Dan a few years before had put in uh, a kind of a barb at the Eagles. So the Eagles, when they were writing the song, Don Henley added in the line, uh, they stab it with their steely knives, but they just can't kill the beast. Kind of right. saying, you know, you can poke fun at us all you want. We're still out selling you. Yeah, you ain't doing shit. Ain't doing you shit. know, it's great because that was like before, like even like rap stars were talking shit about each other, like on, you know, on a wax and shit. You know what I mean? They were doing and That was not only the first one. There was like, um, what, Southern Man? Right. Yep. Yep. Where so fucking the, Neil Young says, "What's that one uh, line?" He says, uh, "Oh, so you're talking about uh, Neil Young and Charlie Pride when uh, you're talking about when Charlie Pride burned the fucking AMA. no, there, no, where uh, in the song Southern Man, he actually says something about I think it was about um, fucking Leonard Skinnerd. You could bring your Southern Man, um, all you want or long, something. Long hair, long haired country boy." Yeah, 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 something like that. Yeah, 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 that's great. No, no, no that's yeah. great. No. Uh yeah. well, Jay, yeah, this uh this song, of course, Hotel California, Jay. Let's let's great get song. into it. Let's Here we go. There we go. By the way, a lot of fucking Christian and Presbyterian churches were saying this song was about hell. <laughs> Just let you guys know because I was a part of one, and that's exactly what they were telling me until I kind of figured it out for myself. Let's go back. God damn. Cool wind in my hair. 
<laughs> Check. My head grew heavy and my sight grew dim. I had to stop for the night. There she stood in the doorway. I heard the mission bell. And I was thinking to myself, this could be heaven and this could be hell. The T-top Firebird. Right? Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 Convertible Corvette, we're in California. Oh, I rock Camaro? Corvette. Convertible Corvette. Corvette. Okay. But remember, we're talking, this was, this was the... Last year, this would have been the late seventies, early eighties. This would have been the last year of the small missile, like the C seven, yeah, yeah. I think it was. Right, uh, that would have been, been that. Yeah, it would have been that convertible. Yeah, yeah, that's what you would have been driving. Yes, that's the, that's the carpet stuff. <laughs> Fucking great song, great song. Huh, Jay. Huh? Fucking great song. One of the best of all times, right? Every time you hear it, yeah. There's never, like, there's never a bad time for that song. There's never a bad time there's for never that a bad song. time for that song. <laughs> That's how you know you have a a unbelievable classic, one of a kind iconic song. Is if exactly. you can find a song that really there's almost no time you cannot play. I mean, I couldn't think of a time you couldn't play that song; and it wouldn't be appropriate. No, absolutely not. You're absolutely right. Yep, you can play that anytime, anytime, anytime. 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 And anytime it well, comes on, everybody's going to do the same shoot we were just doing. Exactly. Exactly. Everybody. All right. So let's go on to the next one, Jay. Um, my shit. next one, my shit. Your shit. Ready? Yeah. Mr. Crowley, Ozzy Osbourne. Goddamn right. I knew you were going to do that one. I knew yeah, you were. Yeah, absolutely were. right. Well, of course, when uh, Ozzy Osbourne was fired from Black Sabbath in 1979, many wondered, Jay, whether he was being able to muster the same kind of dark magic again and have that same fucking spark of fucking in you, you know, just coming out of these fucking great songs. And uh, he did it. He fucking did it, Jay. It and, didn't uh, hurt. It didn't hurt. That he had one of the best fucking <laughs> lead guitars of all you time. Take, take take out that one of. Okay. No, the best. The best guitar player of all time. All time. This magical fucking leprechaun. Yeah. This, 
little yeah. elf that brought light to his dark with those unbelievable guitar riffs. This oh, guy was Randy so good. Fucking Rhodes. And this was this song, Mr. Crowley, was actually uh, one of the song, one of the first songs we worked on together. And it was uh, it was the riff in this is when Ozzy was like, oh yeah, I want this. Yeah, this is forever and yeah, this guy's at a different level. Yeah, and you know, he was a virtuoso. I mean, mm-hmm. of course, on the guitar. He was able to play classical music on the guitar. He had that fucking completely different background where most guitarists would not have. Um, so that's what I think really separated himself from everybody there's, else. There's a great uh, documentary on Amazon. Uh-huh. I think on Amazon Prime about Randy Rhodes. Oh, really? Check it out, bro. That's fucking awesome. I gotta check it out. I gotta check it out. So, it yeah, let's listen to this fucking... I love great this masterpiece. This is a great fucking song. Oh, uh, big. This is big. This is yeah. a big song. Oh. Boy and Billiards. This one brings it back to Boy and Billiards. <laughs> Wait, wait there. All right, all right. You want a funny admission? Pause it for a second. You want a funny admission? <laughs> huh, all right. All right. This is going to go deep, guys. This is Uh-oh. deep. This is deep, deep shit. Uh, all right. So, uh, this song, when I was a kid, I would imagine... Mm-hmm. If I was gonna be a professional wrestler, mm-hmm. this was gonna be my entrance. Oh yeah, because I was like a big Undertaker fan, and this kind of has oh, that yeah? same kind of vibe. To yes, it, it does. So that's, yeah, that's why, like, as soon as I hear it, I can't help but like bring up my because it's like the, just <laughs> get ready. Yeah, you're getting that ready. Was, if I was a re- professional wrestler, if that That'd was ever song. to have been a thing, uh, this yeah. would have been my entrance music. Anyway, Very good song. Very good song. Very 80 synth, right? Huh, Jay? I love it, huh? I love it. Oh, we're not done yet. By the way, we hyped up the song so much, yeah, we didn't even talk about what it's about. By Shit, the way, Alice I love this Crowley. fucking song. I love <laughs> this about, fucking song, though. It's so fucking good, right, Jay? It's so great. It's such a yeah. great fucking song. But it's it's about Alice Crowley, Crowley, if you guys don't know. Yeah, <laughs> and the most wicked man in the world, as they called him, and uh, all his occult uh, background and things that he believed in. And it, I mean, it just talks about exactly what he's about in this whole song. And uh, dark magic. Yeah. Black magic, baby. I mean, it doesn't get any much better than that. So let's uh, let's go back to it. <laughs>
go. What are you going to do with that? That's when uh, you just tap out, right? You just go like this, you know, yo, yo poppy, I'm out. I give. I give. All right. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. So you got you're it. great. Got it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're a fucking genius on a fucking guitar. Okay, go you ahead. Got it. Okay. Wait, you're not done? I'm sorry. Wait, go ahead. Symbolic, baby. It's symbolic. Symbolism. I mean, you don't get better than Randy Rose. I don't give a shit. You don't get better than Randy Rose. No, I mean, was he a Stevie Vai like a like a descendant? Like, did he learn under him or no? Stevie Vai would have learned under Randy Rose. Randy Rose came before Stevie Vai. Or okay, no, did Rose learn under um, what was his name? It started with A uh, S. Sab um, Satriani. Satriani. Yes, he came before Satriani too. So before him too. Yeah. So uh, Randy Rhodes actually uh, kind of started that style of uh, the guitar. There were a couple guys before him that were doing some stuff like that, but he was the first right. one that brought that kind of classical sound into a really kind of heavy and the speed in which he played it. And He's the, so concise. The polish in which he yeah, did it. Exactly. Um, it was concise. It was concise. But he started with Quiet Riot in the early 70s. Which is crazy, right? Which is crazy. Right. It's crazy. <laughs> Because you remember Quiet Riot as like this 80s hair band, right? Yeah. Like, that was Slick, okay. Black yeah. Right. Yeah. And <laughs> right. You wouldn't yeah. think of a fucking Randy Rhodes being on them. Right. You would not think that. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nope. Amazing. But not, Amazing not only. Yeah, that guy. Cool. Check out that documentary if you haven't. 
Yeah, I want to check that out, Jay. I mean, I haven't seen that. But uh, again, uh, what a great song. Again, very dark uh, background, of course, talking about Alistair Crowley. Uh, let's get into um, our last two for the night here, Jay. And um, your last one is The Way by Fastball. Um, and I didn't even know about the song here, Jay. When you put it on the list, I had fucking no idea. I had to do my own research on it. And I was like, oh, look at this shit. So um, this is um, story. This song is based on a true story about Layla and Raymond Howard, right? Mm-hmm. It's an elderly couple. And um, Jay, go ahead, take the rest. This is your, this is your song. Uh, so the song, uh, the way from Fastball, it was a song I really liked back when it when it first came out. It was like uh, late nineties, kind of when we were in high school. It was, uh, I remember kind of it. A big song. Yeah, yeah. And I don't. I never like put like I never listened to the lyrics. One of those things. No, it, it really wasn't. Uh, it really wasn't your jam back then. Yeah, uh, yeah. William. William was definitely still stuck, kind of a little bit more on the. Uh, the heavy metal kind of yes, you know, not that I wasn't, not that right. I wasn't, yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I'm, yeah. A, I'm a big music <laughs> guy. Uh, always right. have been. Yes. So this band, uh, Fastball, uh, one of their main writers, uh, Tony uh, Tony Scores, I think is how you say his last name. I had mm-hmm. heard this story about this elderly couple uh, from his hometown that um, went off to go just to this festival that they normally had been to and it wasn't mm-hmm. supposed to be that big a thing and it ended up being like a 500 uh, mile trip, which unfortunately did end in the, there was a couple passing um, oh, no. yeah. by driving their car off of a 500 foot cliff. Um, oh, God damn Jay. So, okay. It is a dark story, yes. uh, but it's kind of, so the, this elderly couple, uh, the woman was 83, the man was 88. Uh, both mm-hmm. uh, had showed signs of mental diminishments. They, the one, the woman had had Alzheimer's and the husband had just had brain surgery uh, to combat some stroke uh, effects that he was still having. Uh, so uh, these two, these two uh, elderly couples are going to go to this festival they went to every single year. Um, and the woman had just recently started showing signs uh, of, of the mental dismi- uh, diminishment, and they had a younger son that mm-hmm. lived right next door to him. And by younger, obviously, mm-hmm. he's in his you know 40s, he's a grown mm-hmm. man. Right. Uh, begged them not to take the trip, uh, and they, but they were going to go anyways. And uh, they left to go on this trip. It was supposed to be, just be a day trip, um, but as they were reported missing people started saying that uh, citing their car and them stopping at Walmarts and asking for questions. They got pulled over by two deputies, what? Uh, who both who both pulled them over for either drive. Once was driving with no headlights on okay. uh, where the police officer said the woman was very polite and like, just like his grandmother. And the other one was because they had their brights, their brights on. Mm. Uh, and the police officer said they were lost. They're trying to get back to Texas with their head in the wrong way. So he gave them some directions and sent them on their way. Mm. Uh, only to be a few days later, um, they, they would end up driving their car off of a cliff. Uh, the elderly woman getting out, opening the passenger door for the elderly man, uh, and then kind of crawling off on her own to die Jesus of her injuries. Christ. Wow! Uh, and the writer of the song, the musician for Fastball, this uh, Tony against Scores, I think is how you say his name. Please don't remember me for Scalzo. Scalzo, excuse me. Yes. Yes. Sorry, I was very far. No, off. no, I just uh, yeah. And I got your back. Jay. He was one. Of, he was one of the. Uh, he was actually one of the searchers looking for the, the old elderly couple, and he was on that cliff. And he, he said you couldn't see them because of how much brush was at the bottom. And it, it's kind wow. of one of the things that inspired him to write the song. And it's such a great song. Uh, it and is. The story. 
it, we, he talks about like how there's the clothes were unpacked. They said that when they went to do a wellness check in the house, it seemed like they had just left. They left their cat kind of on his mm-hmm. own, uh, mm-hmm. not really being dealt with. Clothes had been pulled. It kind of reminds me to their Zoo Suit Riot song because it's like upbeat, catchy. You know what I mean? It's like yes. da, 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 da. and it's yeah. like it's not like that but at all. No. When you start listening. To no, <laughs> it is a tragic song. Yes, it the, is. Yeah, but it's it's a beautiful message he put on it about this these. Mm-hmm two that knew that their days were numbered. So right. they just went on a, on a road trip together to nowhere. To nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. They never knew any difference. Let's listen oh. to it, Jay. Yeah, man. There we go, Jay. Great song. But where were they going without ever knowing They drank up the wine and they got the talking. And now I had more important things to say. Wow. don't care if they make it they home. don't care they don't Project. they'll never get if you think about those lyrics uh yeah. they'll never get cold they'll never go old and they'll never get gray uh walking yeah. on streets paved of gold i mean <laughs> if that's not talking about a beautiful couple walking off to heaven together i mean i don't know what is right i don't know what it is baby that's it's a beautiful yeah. sentiment on a tragic thing but i mean if you look at the way that he talked about it it's, it's i mean it's a beautiful thing beautiful sad, sad as fuck absolutely <laughs> So yeah, wow, Jay, the way. Yeah, Fuck. how yeah. deep is that, huh? Yeah, it's a crazy deep song. You wouldn't think about it. I mean, it's cool. It's catchy. I it's never, a great song. Never, never put two and two together. I've heard Why that song you? probably twenty millions times, maybe to fifty times at least in my lifetime. I mean, it played. You it know? used to play all the time. It was always on the right. radio, especially when we were going. I again, we're talking. This is yeah. 
senior year, maybe just yeah, after. Yeah. So it was always on right. the radio. And this is back when you had to listen to the radio because you didn't have shit else in your car. Exactly. <laughs> Mixtape. <laughs> That's about it, maybe, if that. You know? if, you, if you were lucky yeah. enough to have a tape player. Right, exactly. Wow, Jay. I never knew that song was so deep, man. Yeah. yeah. It's a great song. All right. Well, Jay, I'm going to put the fucking bow on the One fucking more. thing here tonight. This is it. Uh, I'm going to go with Black Sabbath, Black Sabbath. <laughs> if you're going to go deeper and dark, you're going to go deeper and dark. You're not going to get yeah, deeper and darker than that, right? I'm not surprised this is your number one. I <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Listen. Kind of left it for you. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite songs of all time. Um, if I get into a certain mood, I listen to the song. Um, kids look at me, they look like, oh, dad's in this, like, oh, dad's in the mood. Don't fuck with, yeah, don't, don't fuck with dad's dad. in the mood. <laughs> um, but this is a really interesting, um, story behind the song here, Jay. Uh, bassist Geezer Butler once painted his home black and hung inverted crosses and pictures of the devil on the walls and claims that he saw a black shape, uh, by his bed, um, reading a book, a book about witchcraft. Um, the incident inspired one of the metal's most I mean, what iconic songs of all time, if not the iconic song of all time. I mean, it's uh, heavy, op- it, it is heavy metal Genesis. That's exactly what it is. And it, of course, it opens up with a thunderstorm of ominous church bells and propelled by a uh, tritone riff and collection of notes and very diabolical, uh, you know, just, you know, darkness. It's that's all it Dark. is. Sure. Yeah. And uh, it, it inspired a new genre of music, Jay. I, I totally believe that. Heavy metal, and um, this is my number one, Jay. I, I don't see anything else. This is how can you beat it? <laughs> I mean, the first time I heard this song, I think I was probably like 10, 11, and I was just like, Holy shit, what the fuck did I just listen to? And should I be hey, listening to this? And is anybody seeing me while I'm listening to this? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I do. This is some. Deep dark Deep shit. shit and yeah. Deep dark shit. Um, let's get into it, Jay. Let's yeah, man. dive in head Crank first. Here we go, Jay. Of course, when I'm listening to this for the first time, I'm like, what is going on here? Like, is this a movie intro? <laughs> right? No. Bitch, this is the intro to the rest of your life, bitch. <laughs> However long it won't be. Woo. Uh. Don't tell me, like, if you ever see the devil, like, that's not the fucking music that comes on right before, like, he comes out, right? And he comes out like walking from around the corner like this, and this yeah. music just goes. Vader can have that death march bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> they don't call Ozzy the Prince of Darkness for no reason. Folks. Oh my god! Woo!
Jay, I'm listening to this for the first time. Like I'm 11. It's like fucking one o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, I just finally found myself into like a, a fucking Black Sabbath. And this is what I hear for the first time. I mean, and you know, yeah, Ozzy might not have like the greatest voice, but he's got the sound for what they were going for. Oh, absolutely. Uh, if that's you don't find genre, it better. No, there's not, no, no, there's not better. I than mean, that. god dang, no. man, holy I shit. Yeah. I know, Blizzard, Blizzard of Oz, the Blizzard of Oz is low key. Oh, that's the greatest a great, album of all time. That's one of the best, best albums of all time. Yes, absolutely. Yes, Blizzard of Oz, and fucking nobody knows Which, that. No. What songs were on that Far album? Was the wizard on that one? Um, the wizard was. I think that one had. What was on the Blizzard of Oz? No, uh, that was when he was on by himself. Yeah, right. That was his yeah. first. That was his first solo album. Solo album. Him and yeah. Randy Rhodes out together. It was his first okay. solo album. Bark of the Moon uh, was on that. Bark of the Moon was right after that one, which was fucking unbelievable. Also, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And those two albums, Bang Bang. Shit, bro. Right. Bang Bang. Holy crap. Those are, okay. Those are the ones that nobody ever goes back and listens to. No, you're right. town has an Elm Street. I mean, you. what a crazy I song. I hate you. Yeah, bro, this song is so amazing. I mean, so great. Uh, listen, I think it's a good wrap-up for tonight. We we went through so many great songs here tonight, Jay. Oh my god, bro! And again, so songs that went so across the um, you know spectrum as far as different um, you know music genres and stuff like that. And again, things that we never thought that were had such a deep and dark you know undertone and meaning to the actual song. Um, I think that's what uh, we kind of learned here tonight more than anything. <laughs> yeah. Right, huh? <laughs> but uh listen jay i think that's a good wrap-up for tonight um i just want to remember uh not remember remind everyone how they can listen to the podcast go to our website darkfringeradio.com and of course our social media instagram facebook and twitter at dark fringe radio and of course youtube so please uh go ahead and check that out there and uh anything else for the rest of tonight jay before we say good night uh listen guys there's a lot of crazy shit happening out there uh <laughs> let's try to keep our eye on the ball uh, the big blue one that we live on. Uh, let's start there. 
Uh, let's okay. let's stop worrying about what color people are on the outside and start figuring out how we can survive on the inside. Shall we? There Great we go. Stuff. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Uh, we should put the fucking GI Joe thing. If you have, <laughs> what was the GI Joe? Now Joe you know thing? and know he's out the battle. There you go, GI Joe. Um, that great fucking show, Yo uh, Joe. Yo Joe. Uh, great message, Jay. You're absolutely right. Um, again, just to, if you uh, want to uh, keep up to date with us, darkfringeradio.com. And uh, we love you, and uh, we'll see you guys again next week. Peace. <laughs>